You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi everyone, I am Martina Cunha and you are listening to Backstage Talk. Hello everyone, today's guest, I am between fanboying and starstruck because he is an amazing actor, director, and choreographer. And I actually saw him on Broadway. We were just discussing this before recording. I actually (laughs) saw him on Broadway and I didn't know about him back when I saw The Lion King on 2008. That was my first Broadway show. And full circle moment, I saw him on stage and probably he was one of the inspirations for me to do musical theater. Today, I have Kenny Ingram. He is an award-winning choreographer. He he won a Jeff Award for 42nd Street. And he was in on the beginning of Broadway in Chicago with Joseph, with Donny Osmond, Showboat, Ragtime, and Disney's The Lion King from the original company in Chicago. And then he moved on to Broadway. He has recently won a New York Film Festival Award for the an outstanding choreography for Emojiland, who run off-Broadway. And he currently is in Marriott's Theater Sweet Charity as Daddy Brubeck. Kenny, yep. thank you so much for being here and welcome to Backstage Talk. Oh my goodness. Wow. You're like making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of stuff, honey. You yes, have. I, I I thank you for allowing me to be here and for finding me interesting enough to interview me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Backstage talk. This is outstanding. I'm excited to speak with you. What do you want to know? <laughs> Literally everything about your journey <laughs> from the start all the way to Broadway. <laughs> well. I took the old-fashioned way, and I'm probably one of the last of the last that's done this um, this way. I climbed the ladder, you know? I started off in um, high school with my speech teacher, and my speech teacher saw something in me, and she suggested that I audition for the high school musical. And I did, and I got it. And um, it was really interesting because I was literally looking at something this morning from that high school production and who that young kid is or was and who I am now. It's such a beautiful thing because I set out to do what I truly wanted to, to do, you know? And after that, I, I, I um, did theme park. You know, I started taking dance classes at a studio in California. That's where I'm from, San Jose, California. And then after that, I that theme park moved me to Chicago because it's the same theme park in Sh- in Chicago that it was in California. Mm-hmm. So I continued. I did like this theme park show where I played Little Richard and I sing like Tutti Frutti. So then I did that. And then being in Chicago um, took me to Hubbard Street Dance Company. I don't know if you ever heard of them. This through Lou Conti Dance Studio and I got a scholarship there for a whole year. And that scholarship 
was built upon taking 15 dance classes a week, ballet, mm-hmm. jazz, tap, you know, modern, and to really skill your craft. And that's what really helped me out a lot. And I didn't want to do dance concert. I always knew I wanted to do musical theater. Uh, Lou Conti, who runs the theater, uh, who runs the, the dance studio, also did musical theater. So I think he took a liking to me. Um, and after that, I just started to shine. Like I, I auditioned for a chorus line and I actually did the very first chorus line at a regional theater. So after it went from Broadway, I was the very first Richie to do it at the Marriott Lincolnshire Theater where I did Daddy Brubeck and Sweet Charity. So that was a full circle for me. That was back in 1985, 84, 84. So I was a, I was a kid, like I was literally 21 years old. Um, and Chicago was a great place to start for me. I, I, I don't know if I would have been ready for New York. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I would have been, maybe not. But from doing that, I got my equity card and I started doing all of these different shows in Chicago. I started doing industrial shows. I don't know if you even know anything about that. Industrial shows is you take a product like um, um, Oreo cookies and you, you, you uh, have a, uh, they, the, the whole company of Oreo cookies have a, 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 a meeting in Las Vegas and they hired dancers and singers to sing about their product. So I did stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's another climb. I did dinner theater. Then I started doing stock theater. Then I did bus and truck. I did um, Bob Fosse's Dancing. Um, that was amazing. That was a true turnaround for me doing Bob Fosse's Dancing. That was at Burt Reynolds. You don't know if you know about Burt Reynolds, but Burt Reynolds was a movie star. Mm-hmm. And that was um, in Jupiter, Florida. We did that. And it was it was amazing. Burt treated us so well. He gave us cars. He gave us a house. He fed us. And doing Bob Fosse's Dancing was um, like doing a dance concert, you know? Um, anyway, after I did Bob Fosse's Dancing, I went and did 42nd Street. I did, you know, um, again, just climbing the ladder from um, bus and truck to, I went to Europe. I toured in Europe. I did um, the Jazz Bow and Sophisticated Ladies, Duke Ellington, Sophisticated Ladies. Um, I did a tour over there. I stayed there in Italy. I lived there for six months. I taught dance at a dance studio there. Um, and then I came back to America and then I started to get more into choreography, you know, and that's where I did my transition. My first show I choreographed was in Chicago, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, which was a lot of fun at the Organic Theater, which doesn't exist there anymore. And then I did Little Shop of Horrors. I choreographed that. And then I started to meld in into the Broadway, um, Chicago on Broadway scene. Mm-hmm. And that was really special because Mayor Daly, his wife, Jane Daly, wanted Chicago actors to work like we do in New York. So they literally went through downtown Chicago, renovated all of those old theaters. And I did Joseph with Donny Osmond was my first show with Live Int. And then I did... Um, uh, Showboat. I was the assistant residential director for Showboat with Mr. Hal Prince. I sat next to Hal Prince. I learned a lot from Mr. Hal Prince. Um, I worked with Dorothy Loudon. I worked with John McMartin, Marilyn McCoo. Um, it was the type of Anita Gillette, 
um, Dick Van Patten, his sister Joyce Van Patten. But it, those are really old musical theater like legends. Um, and Livent kind of had that repertoire where they brought in big name stars, you know? And I would teach them the show. I would choreograph them in the show, teaching Susan Stroman's choreography. So, you know, it was, it was such, a, it was such a, um, a dynamic time in my life. After I did Showboat, I went to do Ragtime. Mm -hmm. I had done, I had worked with Frank Galati before, you know, Frank Galati, he did a lot of work at the Goodman and I was in um, Good Person of Szechuan. I played opposite of Cherry Jones. Um, we did that show. She played the man woman and I played a woman, but I wasn't dressed in drag. I was basically myself mm -hmm. with a dress, gloves. And it was it, it's actually, actually at the, Lincoln Center of the Performing Arts. Like it's there, it's like in the vault. Um, and it's it was a very special time. And I learned a lot from Cherry Jones. I mean, I was acting on stage with a Tony Award, Emmy Award winning actress. So literally I would have a scene with her. I was like, I can't believe this. And I would go put away my props and I would turn around and come back to the wing and just sit there and watch her. Cause it was like a free masterclass. You're getting like a free acting class. You know what I mean? Like every night and just to watch her, how she took beats and how she took her time and she spoke and how she breathed, you know, how she and how solid she was every night. It was the same thing. That's hard to do the same performance every night. That's really, that's a true artist. Liza Minnelli does that too. Mm -hmm. Liza Minnelli does that. As I saw her, one night and then I went back to see her the next time and I was like, wow. Like literally from taking the same breaths, having the same thought, having that same surprise every night. That's a true icon. That's that's a legend. So after I did that and I went on and I did um then I think that's when I started to choreograph more, you know, after I did the Broadway in Chicago thing and then I started directing. I did Joseph, um, which was for Chicago Shakes. Um, they wanted to start doing musicals because they had done nothing but Shakespearean plays. So they saw my production at the Marriott and they were like, we want to take it over to Navy Pier where their theater was opening mm -hmm. and do their first summer musical. And I pioneered that. I made that happen. Um, I worked there just a couple of years ago. I choreographed The Wizard of Oz there just a couple of years ago. Um, but you know, and then I and then I so I directed that, and then then Disney came along, and that's when I did The Lion King from two thousand and three to twenty eighteen. I left the show. I did the national tour of Lion King for five years. The West Coast. It was the Chicago Original Company, and we just basically played the West Coast from, um, you know, San Francisco for a year, then Hawaii mm -hmm. for a few months. Tough, really sad, right? to be in Hawaii for like three months <laughs> during December, November, December, like the roughest, we went to Mexico City, which was amazing. Um, I also played Lion King in Taipei. I was in the Taipei company, um, which was outstanding. We did it in this huge arena, same as Mexico City. We did it in a huge arena and it just, you know, reorchestrated the, the arena to make it look like a theater. And then I finally got to Broadway. So I did all of that to get to Broadway and some of these, kids now they just go to school and boom they're on 
way. But I got there. You know what I mean? I mean, I got there. So that's why I said I climbed the ladder. It was the old fashioned way. But I'm happy that I was able to have that experience because that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. And I was there for 10 years in a solid show. So what I've been doing now is during the pandemic, I was I had just finished choreographing Emoji Land. And that was at the Duke on 42nd Street. I also choreographed Till, the musical, which is based on Emma Till. Um, so I really have been moving more into choreography. Uh, but during the pandemic, I pitched a talk show and I've shot a pilot for a talk show. I um, directed and choreographed. I don't know if you know James T. Lane, but James T. Lane is an amazing young man, actor, dancer, singer. He's a song and dance man. He's a choreographer and he's a, I mean, he does it all. Anyway, he wrote this piece called Triple Threat and I directed it and choreographed it during the pandemic. We did it, a live version of it in Virginia Beach. We were there for about three weeks. It was outstanding, the most amazing experience I've ever had. Um, Hopefully we'll hear more about Triple Threat. Um, I'm about to go choreograph um, August 13th, I'm going to be choreographing Jersey Boys at Main State Music Theater. And I'm really excited about, about that to get my little dance steps moving with that. And um, also, I'm going to be directing and choreographing a Blues in the Night at Porchlight uh, Theater um, coming up in December and January. So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to do what I do and then be, I'm very um, honored and humbled because I'm, you know, we get older every day and still doing what I love is such a blessing from God, you know, and I don't, I don't take it lightly at all. Um, I've been doing this since I was 14, 15 years old and I'm still at it, you know, I love so. it. I love it. It's, it's a been, blessing. And it's been such a wild, happy ride. It has been. Like, I I really can't complain. Like, I have I have no complaints. I, I love it. So no you started as a performer and then moved into choreography and direction. Yeah. I mean, and I still perform. I, I have my, I have a one-man show that I did. It's called Shane Bore Darling. It's you know, and because um, I had a bout with prostate cancer about um, 2000, 2011. And I just was like, Ugh. I went to Brazil. I just got out of here. I went for a week and I went to Bahia and it was amazing. Um, but I decided that I wanted to write a show. And Shane Boy Darling, which is my nickname that my brother gave me when I was a kid. Because, you know, I'm a little, you know, gay little kid, Shane Boy <laughs> darling, you know. Um, but, and I loved it, you know. But um, it's about my life. It's about my career. And it's about my dealings with um, prostate cancer. So it's three 30-minute acts, mm-hmm. you know. And I've done it at Green Room 42 here in New York. I've done it in Chicago. I'm trying to do it again in Chicago. I would like to make an audio tape of it because it's, um, you know, an audio recording of it because um, yeah. it's it's really important. So I still 
dabble because I just performed Sweet Charity. That was in 2018 or 2019. I can't remember. But it was one of those years that I, I did Sweet Charity. And, you know. I love it. So, like, you choreographed this massive hit off-Broadway that was Emoji Land. Yes. And that is amazing. Yes. I wanted to ask you, in your experience with this huge background as a performer, what does it take to choreograph a show on off-Broadway? Um, well, we, first of all, we, we had a, there was a map already set because we had started Emoji Land a year earlier, I believe. And we had did that for Nymph, New York Music Festival, right? Musical Festival. And we did it in a week. <laughs> in one week. We, we, and it was amazing. And my, 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 I tip my hat, first of all, to the director, Tom Caruso. Thomas Caruso, it, it was just a gem to work with. You know, I, I, I mean, we went in and we started planning. It takes a lot of planning when you're doing a, a big musical like that. Mm -hmm. So literally months ahead, like four months ahead, we just started going through the script, going through the show, you know? Um, The second time that we did it, when we went to Off-Broadway to, to, to the Duke, we had that skeleton there, but we wanted to lift that skeleton higher to make it more like a Broadway-esque kind of a feel. Yeah. So we, we took it and we ran with it, you know, and we had a little bigger budget and we had a month of rehearsals. And, you know, we had an, an, an amazing cast you know, that came in and um, it was a, it was, it was such a, it was such an awesome experience. And our first cast that we had, they were very helpful for, for helping us find that, you know what I mean? So everyone really put a lot of, oh, the first cast and the second cast really put a lot of energy into helping us find out what Emoji Land truly is. Now, how I got Emoji Land is an amazing story. Lori Shine who I've known since she was nine years old, who is the writer. She and um, Keith um, were writers of Emoji Land. And I choreographed Laura when she was nine years old in Elmer Gantry in Chicago. And then I choreographed her in Bye Bye Birdie. She was my sad girl. So when she reached out to me and asked me if, she, if I would choreograph it, I was like, oh, no, like she remembers me. <laughs> Like me, so it just pays. I'm just saying this: be kind to the kids, because the kids grow up and they write shows and they'll remember you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. be good to the kids. Be good to the kids. You know. So, um, but it was it was an amazing experience. I truly had a great time working with you know Leslie Margarita, and um, she's just outstanding <laughs> and funny every day in rehearsals. She made me laugh. Um, And just always so open to play and to dance, you know. Um, it was it was it was fun, man. I mean, we were rehearsing at the new 42nd Street, you know, mm -hmm. down there, and dream come true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we got New York Times critics pick. 
it was a it was an outstanding time so usually broadway shows take about two to eight no six to eight weeks to yeah build it up right yeah you're right with emoji land you had how many weeks and how was that kind of process you had a month we had a month we had a month we had a month we had a month but we were but we were so like organized like Mm -hmm. like we we really got to show up and everybody came in it was amazing team players we had the same creative team um that came along with us the set designer lighting designer sound video you know but you know it's so funny because everything has changed so much since i've you have to realize that i've been doing lion king for 15 years (laughs) okay so coming back jumping back on this particular ship boat was different for me because now they're like talking about oh i don't even know what that thing is called some kind of time time court or time i don't even know what it is but it's something like like it's you know it's computerized or something like what so everything (laughs) is microchip like likes to this to that to this to that and the stage manager just pushes a button but back in my day it was like q35 go now go go, you know (laughs) from a visual (laughs) that you would see on the stage like Mm -hmm. okay she's taking off her hat go you know like (laughs) but now i'm like what huh what so that was interesting and that's still something that i'm still trying to learn about that because you know what i'm time 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 court, time something it's called. <laughs> but anyway, not as, and it's not a time step, but it's. <laughs> I'm glad I make you laugh. I'm glad you get my sense of humor. But you know, but but yeah, so that was that was trippy. That was really really trippy. Yeah, I love it. What would be the best advice you have for upcoming choreographers on creating new shows? Oh my! Well. I think like, I think the best, the best advice that I can give, it's always a collaboration. You know, I mean, like, I think like, and even I'm learning this even as a director also, um, it's always a collaboration and um, trying to get into that as a choreographer, trying Mm -hmm. to get into that director's brain to see what they have, what their vision is, bringing their vision to the stage, right? You know, and then also letting them know some of your ideas, you know what I mean? And not being afraid to share your ideas, you know, I mean, because they're just ideas, right? And it's okay if they say, oh, no, or whatever. But at least you can be like, right, how about this? And sometimes they love it. And sometimes it's just like, it just doesn't fit in the puzzle, which is okay. You know what I mean? And sometimes it makes it way, makes it its way back to the puzzle. So, you know, but um, I, I, I feel like if you have a director that you can completely collaborate with, it, it's, it's magic. It's, it's complete magic, you know? And when you can take the time yourself to listen and to digest what everyone is saying in the room so you have clarity. That's the hardest thing, I think, is to have clarity of what you can't see in someone else's brain Mm-hmm. It's it's it takes time to get to get to know that, you know. Do you have the CD of um, Emoji Land? I do. The... I have it digital. Oh, good. That's awesome. 
I love it. I actually, it's so fun, and it's yeah, I, it, it's just fun to he, listen to. He is a genius at writing music. He's really a genius, and he's done. He does everything, like from the. I mean, he's. I think he's in London doing something right now. I mean, he's just always constantly working, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, yeah. It's it was it was a great time working on that show. It really, it truly was a great time. And then also, was really great was working on Emmett on Emmett Till. The Till the Till the musical was really mm -hmm. a very powerful production, you know. And this is all through um, Visceral Entertainment. Those those two productions that I did, you know. What's your your favorite memory from Emoji Land? Dancing with Anne Harada. <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> that was a no brainer. <laughs> having having rehearsal with Anne Harada on the on 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 choreographing her and Pooh, and I've got a video of us just like step touching with each other, and she is just such joy. She's such joy, man, and full of amazing stories, Martin. She has a lot of stories, you know, and and we can relate to each other because we're from the same era, you know what I mean? So I really enjoyed working with her. And I I have to say that I helped cast her, basically, because <laughs> I ran into her at a reading, you know, and she was like, who are you? You know, and I was like, hi, my name's Kitty. She's like... What is going on? <laughs> and bless her heart, she like, that's what I'm saying. She's, she has a beautiful spirit. You know, she went along with this and she did it. And I'm grateful to her that she did it. You know, so grateful. I love it. Kenny, this has been an amazing conversation. I've loved every single second of it. Before we go, What are your social media profiles? Where can people find you if they want to work with you or book a class or just simply get in touch with you? Oh, great. I'm actually teaching a class at the Bridge for Dance on August 2nd at 7 p.m. here in New York City. Um, that's Bridge for Dance. Um, you can find it on my Facebook page, Kenny Ingram, I-N-G-R-A-M. Um, I have my website, kennyingram.com. If you want to, you know, write me and find out about the class or find out about booking me or whatever, you know. Um, also, I'm on Instagram as the Kenny Ingram. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn on Kenny Ingram. I'm on Twitter, Kenny Ingram. I'm all over the place, huh? Now that I think about it. <laughs> Woo! That made me tired. I'm, 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 I'm all over the, the map. So, yes please reach out, you know, um, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Before we close, I have a one surprise question for you. Yes, Martin. <laughs> Top five favorite musical theater shows. Oh, okay. I'm old school. So it's going to be, <laughs> I am, it's going to be Chorus Line. It's going to be Bob Fosse's Dancing. Um, oh, 42nd Street. Um, oh, okay. Um, I do love a good ain't misbehaving, and you know, I, okay, I, I just there's, there's so much more. I might have to say six. Okay. Dream Girls, Dream Girls, yes, and of course, The Lion King. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love that top six. I love it. <laughs> well, Kenny, thank you so much. Um, thank you. 
I cannot wait to see what's coming for you. And yes. I, um, and thank you. I'm, I'm honored and I'm so happy to have you over. Thank you so much for reaching out. You are such a blessing. What you're doing for the theater community is so grateful. I appreciate you. I I just, I'm, I'm honored to be here and I'm humbled to be here. And you have such an amazing spirit, young man. Keep on keeping on, Martin. When you get here, you look me up. We're going to lunch. I'm taking you to lunch. Of course. We're going to go to Sardi's. <laughs> or Joe yes. Allen's. We're going to Joe Allen's. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.